Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Man, do we have a lot to talk about today. Welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Michael is piloting the airwaves today, producing the broadcast. Baseball regionals getting underway. In fact, I will keep you abreast uh, of Florida State playing right now against UCLA. The uh, Seminoles' 44th straight NCAA tournament. Tied for the longest streak in Division I history, but they barely made it this year. One of the last four teams in. 33-23 and 23 are the Seminoles. UCLA, 38-22 and 22 on the year. And they pit, this, they pitch it well. Their team ERA, 3.99. Florida State's starting pitching is really good. So uh, maybe not a lot of runs in this game. Of course, Florida playing later tonight against Central Michigan. And then this afternoon, Liberty and Oklahoma will uh, crank things up. You can hear tonight's game at 625. Congrats to Gators softball beating Oregon State. And they'll play again tomorrow night at 7 o'clock against Oklahoma State. And that's Kenny Gajewski's team. High school, or a college teammate of uh, Tim Walton in baseball. And, of course, Kenny was an assistant coach here for a while as well. Also, uh, really, this is really cool. 16 seasons with Gator Gymnastics. Assistant coach Adrian Burday, uh, when I was doing PA for gymnastics, he was there. He'd just gotten there. And uh, he's been promoted to associate head coach. Cool for him. Cool for him. Good guy, loyal, does a lot, and uh, richly deserved for him. Congratulations to him. Now, today, we'll, we'll talk baseball, regionals, all of that, softball. Many people think the number 13 is unlucky, Right? They are triskaidekaphobic, fear of the number 13. Well, today, I am very happy for the number 13. Very. By the way, this just in. Philadelphia Phillies fire manager Joe Girardi. How about that? I, I didn't see that coming. Um, anyway, 13 is a very good number today. Because finally, finally, somebody, Ryan Day of Ohio State, the football coach there, has come out and put a number on NIL cost. Doing a lot of thinking about this. You ever bite into food 
and your first bite is really good, right? It, it's it's sweet. It's really nice. But as you get, but as you bite more of it, yeah, doesn't taste so good. That's what nil is for me, because I told you this yesterday, and I believe it. When Florida plays Utah, and there's a gazillion people in that stadium, right then, right then and there, no one will care about the NIL. No one will care what so-and-so is making on an NIL deal. All they'll be concerned about is, is Florida going to play well and beat Utah? But the analogy... I'm using here about biting into something and it be really good when you first bite into it, but the more you do, that's what I think now of NIL. Ryan Day came out and said he would need $13 million in NIL money to keep his roster intact. I want you to think about that for just a second and absorb that. $13 million in NIL money just to keep his roster intact, according to uh, Cleveland.com. He believes that total money would include money generated through collectives. There is a Gator collective. He says, quote, one phone call and the players are out the door. We can't let that happen at Ohio State. I'm not trying to sound the alarm. I'm just trying to be transparent about what we're dealing with, unquote. Now, he says he doesn't think that $13 million is out of whack. He thinks other schools can have more. Um. Remember Bryce Young before the season last year? Nick Saban said he was making a ton of money. Some think nearly a million dollars. So what is your reaction to this? It is against NCAA rules for schools to use NIL opportunities to recruit. To recruit. Do you really think, do you really believe that's the case? Now, I'm not saying Billy Napier goes out and says, okay, Michael, um, I'm going to have X amount of NIL money for you because you can't do that technically. But you can get around it. But just think of that. Think of that. $13 million to keep his roster intact. Five years ago, if somebody would have said to me what I just told you, are you like, are you cracked up? Are you crazy? Welcome to the world. And I'll give the coaches this. They've all said it's the wild, wild west, it, however you want to moniker it, and something's got to be done. And it does, and damn fast. And how about Al Horford last night? 
How about Al- Jason Tatum struggled shooting the ball. Terrific, though, with assists. But Al Horford picked up the slack. Mr. Three-Point Guy. I mean, he looked, he looked like uh, some of the Warrior dudes shooting threes. And the Celtics won game one. I picked the Celtics to win this. Lightning against my Rangers. Game two. Eastern Conference Finals. Lots to talk about. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Dale, you're up. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Doing great. Steve, Saturday night, uh, Labor Day weekend at 7 o'clock in the swamp. I won't have NIO on my mind. I'll have word about Florida beating Sure. That's right. You know, that would be the last thing on my mind that night in the swamp. Yep. But, I, but I'll tell you what might be on your mind if you if there's a player at Florida who leaves because there's a better NIL deal somewhere. That could be on your mind. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this is just the beginning of it, Steve. But you, I've been a loyal listener for years. You said that college football is going to go down the road like the NFL. But, Steve, I didn't – you know, but the only difference is they know what they're going to make in the NFL. You know, they got a signed contract. Now this is just getting crazy with college football. Yep. And, and look, I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. I have no problem with a player. If it was just what NIL is, right, name, image, and likeness, I think when most people first thought of that, they thought, okay, get your name in, on the back of a jersey. All right, make money off that. Cool. That, that's great. Uh, I'm going to do a commercial for Joe's Saw Shop. Great. That, not, not from collectives, not in the millions. I don't think anybody, anybody ever envisioned that, and that's the trouble. Right. See, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you some baseball questions All right. about the regionals. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed a coach yesterday at Central Michigan on with you. I know they've got a good left-handed pitcher, mm-hmm. but what is their hit like, Steve? They hit with power, they play a lot of small ball. Uh, they, they've got five guys in their lineup that hit 300 or better, but they're not a long ball hitting team. Okay. And a uh, couple more things, if you don't mind. Uh, As a matter of fact, I think, you, I think they hit – I want to say 47 homers, 50 homers, something like that. So not even close to what Florida has. Okay. Could you possibly could see Florida and them matching up again for the championship in the regional in Gainesville? Florida and Central Michigan? Yes. I know we play them again, but, you know, say if Central Michigan goes to the loser's bracket and they win it, and could they, you know, Florida stays and win, wins in the winner's bracket, could they meet up for the uh, title for the regional in Gainesville? If, if, if they continued to win and didn't get beat, yes. Right. Okay. So do you think they're the probably behind Florida, maybe the second-best team in the regional? Or you no, they're the, they're the four seed in the regional. Oh, wow. So Liberty's better than they are. Yes. Record-wise. Yes. Well, it, record doesn't really matter. What matters okay. is the seed, okay? So okay. Florida's the host, and then, you know, Liberty, Oklahoma, Central Michigan. Central Michigan's the four seed here. Okay. That's why Florida's playing them first. It's one, four, and then it's two versus three. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, I'm going to give you something to chew on, Steve. All the years you've covered Gator baseball as far as postseason, what pitcher has impressed you the most of all the years you've broadcast Gator baseball in postseason? Two come to mind right away. Uh, Alex Fiedo and Logan Shore. Okay. 
because they were terrific in Omaha, uh, came up big, um, and Hudson Randall would, would be in there too. I think Hudson Randall is one of the most underrated pitchers ever for Florida. He didn't break the radar gun, but I'm telling you what, he would he would take the bat right out of your hands, and he was really, really good. Those those three come to mind right away. Singer, you could put – I mean, there's a lot of guys you could do, but just those are the first three guys I thought of. Okay. Steve, I might try to slide over tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening. My grandson's playing in the All-Star Tournament, and I might drag him over to Gainesville with me. That'd make his weekend if he could go see Florida play baseball. All right, Daryl, do that. Appreciate your call. Thank you. 12:15 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. John, get right to you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jamie Goldman. NCAA baseball regionals begin all across the country today, including here in Gainesville. The Gators are slated for the second game of the day and will be taking on Central Michigan tonight. Coverage for that one will be right here beginning at 625. In the meantime, the first matchup of the day will see Liberty facing off against Oklahoma. First pitch for that game is set for one. Gators softball is awaiting their second matchup in the Women's College World Series. They will be taking on Oklahoma State tomorrow after defeating Oregon State last night. Game two of the NHL Eastern Conference Finals is tonight as the Tampa Bay Lightning look to even the series against the New York Rangers. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jamie Goldman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville has been owned, operated, and run by the Cousins family for more than 40 years. And since they opened their doors, they have given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best and late model, low mileage vehicles. They're just like you, ladies and gentlemen. They see gas prices. They, they know what's going on. And that's why they're doing their best to get as many different types of vehicles as they can on their lot to give you the widest selection and the widest variety of vehicles to choose from. Go see them in person. SECars.com uh, is where you can see them online. Either way, you'll be able to see the vehicles they have. You go see them in person. You can test drive them, talk to their sales staff, and I promise you, that when you do either of those two things, the experience will be a good one. They want to make sure you get the vehicle you want. So when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? (sighs) All blocked, thanks to advanced security, included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Jeff Cardozo inviting you to join myself and the Wiley veteran, Steve Russell, every Wednesday at 11 o'clock right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF for On Deck, a show dedicated exclusively to a sport near and dear to our hearts, that, of course, baseball. We're going to give you the ins and outs on everything you need to know about baseball, from the latest to what's going on in Major League Baseball to our boys in the orange and blue. It's On Deck every Wednesday at 11, where we'll knock it out of the park. 
Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. What's the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? The answer may surprise you. Hey, it's Steve Russell, and I asked Ocala's real estate expert, Scott Caldwell, with your home sold guaranteed realty, this important question. With over 18 years of experience, Scott's seen it all. The buyer's market, the seller's market, and yes, even the historically low inventory market. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the luxury of time to sell in this hot market, do your research. Find out what your home is really worth. And if you need to buy another home, Scott Caldwell has off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Did you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? Because Scott has over 8,000 buyers in his database, he has all the information you need to help you plan ahead and net the most money. So, plan ahead. Call Scott Caldwell today, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. The Gators, the Chips, the Gainesville Baseball Regional. Coverage begins tonight at 625, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF Radio app. FSU won nothing over UCLA, but they left the bases loaded. We'll see if that comes back to hurt them. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Laura Rutledge joins us top of the 1 o'clock hour. John joins us now. Hi, John. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. How you doing? Good. Hey, uh, what a performance by um, Lugo yesterday. I mean, not only the, the six innings, you know, five strikeouts, one hit, but that that second inning... I mean, if they if some some miraculous hit gets in the gap, you know they'd probably clear the bases, and that that would have changed the complexion of the game if Florida would have been down four to nothing. I mean, assuming that they hit a gapper, but you know the first hit that that she gave up, not the hit, but the 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 ball, the bat on ball was right at the right fielder, and you know just getting out of that second inning was huge for this team. I just think you know, I think uh, Tim needs to obviously ride the hot hot hand, so to speak, and have her uh, start against Oklahoma State. Well, I mean, I think that remains to be seen. Um, But, look, that's what this pitching staff has kind of done all year because there isn't a dominant pitcher here. So Lugo, you know, fifth-year senior, comes in there, been around the block, you know, did the job. And now we'll see what happens from here. But she was terrific yesterday. Absolutely. 
And uh, I'll, I'll take this off the air. Can you kind of give me the matchups tonight? I mean, you said that uh, I know Dale was talking about a left-handed starter for them tonight. Could you give me a breakdown of the of this of his uh, his record and so forth? And I'll take it off the air. Thank okay, you. thank you. Yep, uh, Andrew Taylor is his name. Uh, he's eight and three, has a uh, three nineteen ERA. Uh, very good arm. Uh, he'll be a draft. Um, I think he'll be in the upper part of the draft, you know, third rounder or so. Uh, and uh, he's good. He's good. And, you know, Florida's got a guy in Brandon Sprout who's good too. So both those guys are on. Runs could be at a premium. By the way, I wanted to throw this out with softball. They didn't hit a lot of home runs, but in seven NCAA tournament games, they're hitting 405 and averaging almost eight runs a game. And that is with the loss to Virginia Tech when they lost 6 nothing. So if you throw that out, I mean, they're, yeah. And uh, also last night, for whatever the reason, Oregon State did not have their best pitcher. She was not available. And to my, now, unless there was something announced afterwards, um, there was no reason given why she did not pitch. But that certainly hurt their chances as well. I'm not saying they would have won, but certainly you want to have your, if you're whatever team you are, you want to have your best arm out there. And uh, they didn't have her. Uh, all right, let's get some emails here. William says, I saw the day comment. My thoughts, he's wrong on the light side of being wrong. Maybe that figure works in the Big Ten. I think that would be cheap in the SEC. As it relates to the NCAA, I believe nobody cares about them or respects what they have to say. I believe that for a long time, and it is most relevant today. I agree with that, but I think somebody, some entity, uh, is going to have to come up with some kind of uh, regulation, uh, rules, to govern all this. Because if not, you will indeed have the wild, wild west. And what happens in that? Most of the time, the rich get richer. That's just kind of how it is. But does that surprise you at all? I, I, to me, that number... 13 million, that's a lot of money. Think what you could do with that money to improve whatever, right? And once again, I'm not saying players don't deserve part of the pie that is a ridiculous sum of money that they help create. But I don't think anybody envisioned this. And now, because the horse is out of the barn, you have to retroactively go about this and try to figure it out. That is the hard part. Sam says, how about Al Horford? Uh, what's gotten into him lately? Remember, it wasn't that long ago, Al Horford was almost on the scrap heap. Remember, after leaving Philly? But, he didn't fit in there for whatever the reason. And, uh, boy, it looked like well, maybe this is the end for him. But 
He's been a big part of the Celtics' success. And, you know, Boston kind of – there's a great column today on ESPN about Brad Stevens. He was criticized some when he was the Celtics' coach because by by Celtics' standards, you know, didn't win enough. Um, But as the team's president, um, done a pretty nice job. And it's a great column to read um, because he has engineered some deals here um, that have really helped, including the hiring of the coach, who has really worked out. Remember who got traded for Al Horford? Kemba Walker. And at the time, a lot of people questioned that. Okay, because they had signed him to a max contract. And he gave a first-round pick, number 16 last year, to make that deal. And boy, has it paid off. Really good. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. In the past, the conversation around personal mental health has been virtually non-existent. Fortunately, people everywhere are opening up to the idea that talking about our emotions and experiences isn't something to be ashamed of. But even though the narrative is changing, we still live in a world where finding support can be difficult. We knew there had to be a better way to help people take care of themselves and to take the mystery and stigma out of therapy. That's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, 
co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. Our mission is simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. With BetterHelp, you can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You can contact your therapist when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family, and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to Exceptional. In Exceptional Dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies again today to wrap up the work week. Hot high temperatures in the low 90s, heat indices in the mid 90s. Now tonight, increasing cloudiness, low temperatures very mild, only dropping to about 70. And then tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. High temperatures cooler than they've been. We should only get into the mid 80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Here's Jimmy Butler on taking the three. Our process was go for the win, which I did. I thought that he's in transition. Al, Hart, Al Horford is backing off of him. Jimmy Butler can blow right by Al Horford. Look, we could be saying something different. Um, if he made that shot, they advanced. I still didn't like the shot. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Try to keep you up to date some of the regionals. Florida State one nothing over UCLA in the second. Campbell leads Georgia Tech one nothing in the second. PG, hello. Hey Steve, happy Friday. Yep. Short week. Friday. Um, I don't know. Just listening to you and some of your comments. Uh, just to me, it boils down to with college athletics. Like what what defines amateurism? Because that has completely changed the the whole model of the Power Five schools, Title Nine, uh, funding sports that don't make you know don't don't cover themselves. I just I don't even know how you play catch up because and and, and fix it 
because what you're going to see, in my opinion, in the future is the players demanding more than a scholarship. Because at this point, the schools are still not paying the players other than that, you know, contracted one-year scholarship that's renewed or, or not renewed, but usually it's renewed. Um, so why would they want to change it? You know, the, the schools, but if there's a collective bargaining and you start getting the other side and you can't really go to Congress and ask for them to break anti-labor laws and say, you know, Gillette can't pay your player, you know, whatever they want because you're not paying them. I just, I don't, I don't even know how you get to the end of it. Oh, there's an end, but I don't think it's an end that a lot of people like because I think it do, it is going to involve unionization. I think it is going to involve collective bargaining. And when that does happen, certainly the amateur slash pro model gets blurred beyond recognition. It, it, it won't be the same. It won't. No. And I don't know things like Title IX, which I love. I, I, I like watching you know women's sports. But if we backtrack a little bit and just say, okay, which sports really pay for themselves? I know gymnastics does. Uh, and I'm not just talking about female sports. I don't mean that. I just mean from a generation money standpoint, which ones are sustainable without coming and grabbing, you know, the money from, you know, the TV contracts, which obviously are paying for football and some basketball. Baseball, I think, is sustainable. Softball seems to generate. But I just – the system was based on amateurism, sharing um, – in that nature. And, and the other thing, I, you, you talk about this a lot over the years, is uh, what the market bears, right? Like, what does the market bear? When Spurrier signed his million-dollar contract, that was, I think, the first one in college sports. Now we got ADs making two-plus million, um, these facilities that went up. All these different things were based on never paying the players I don't want to say never. That's a strong no, word. But, uh, yeah, yeah, on an amateurism model, yes. Yeah, so how do you – I mean, you almost have to peel – it's so interesting. I, I just – I don't even know – and they're trying to go to Congress, and I've read a lot of things about that. And what they're asking for, I, you, you can't – you're not going to change constitutional laws because you or whoever doesn't want – doesn't like it. You yeah. know, these things have been there. I just, anyway, it's very interesting, and I, I just don't know where they start. But I think, I'm going to get off the air, collective bargaining is actually going to save it. And the reason I say that is because the, the players will get paid. Of course, the boosters can still pay and, and, you know, these collectives and whatnot. But I don't. I think it can be more substantial coming from the schools, if that makes any sense, and um, can kind of regulate this, but the rich get richer. You know? Well, the only thing I would say to that is if you collectively bargain, then where does the money come from? Because in this scenario now, right, with the collectives and all that, it's just unregulated. So if it's regulated, then to your point, where does the money come from to do what the players want in collective bargaining? We're going to see. PG, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Bring Austin in here. Hi, Austin. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Um, yeah, you know, uh, looking forward to the uh, regional this weekend, but, you know, somewhat uh, PTSD, I guess, from last year's regional with the 19-1 to debacle and the two-and-out type thing. But um, 
you know, I was curious um, if that's something that you think uh, Sully brings up to the team just to say, you know, don't look, don't overlook these guys because I kind of think that that's what happened last year. You know, we kind of overlooked them. Last year's team was a very odd team. Uh, they didn't get along real well. Uh, a lot of locker room issues. So I think it was more than just, you know, hey, overlook these guys. I mean, I, I know Sully pretty well. I'm sure he will bring this up, but not make it a point of emphasis because it's a new team, it's a different group with a different vibe, and I, I think he doesn't tend to look at negatives from a year ago. I'm sure he'll say, look, you know last year anybody can come in here and beat anybody. Liberty came in here, you know, so let's go out and play our best baseball. It's all you can do. You can't dwell on last year, a different team. Right, right, I agree. But, you know, I mean, like you said, you know, I hope he just kind of brings it up as a point just to kind of say, you know, just what you said about just, you know, anybody can beat anybody and let's go out there and play Gator baseball and see what happens. But, um, you know, I think we're um, peaking at the right time and uh, looking forward to the weekend and hopefully we have a good one. Thank you, Steve. Austin, thank you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Laura Rutledge joins us top of the hour. Looking forward to that. Um, get your thoughts on baseball. How about Gators softball? Anything else you want to bring up? Uh, we are here to do it. We are fast approaching the dog days. There's June and July are bad, bad sports talk show months. Usually. Usually. That's why there's vacations. And it just isn't. And, and if Florida is not involved in the College World Series, not that people won't watch it, but it's not the same level without, you know, softball, same thing. Great to watch the Women's College World Series, but when Florida's in it, for Gator fans, a little extra push to be able to watch it and see what happens. And that certainly makes sense uh, from the way that you look at that. Um, all right, going to get a call here, I think, and then I got a couple of emails. I will keep you uh, posted as best I can on some of the regionals going on. Most of them, most of the afternoon regionals are starting at 2 o'clock. So there are a couple of ones that are underway now. I'll try to keep you abreast of those as best I can. Dave, welcome to Sports Scene. Steve, how you doing, buddy? Good, thank you. You know, there's, there's a really simple solution to this. You know, the... the the law that, that overturned what the NCAA was doing, restricting students from, you know, making money on their ability, doesn't have to be such a big deal. All the NCAA has to do is come out and define a new class of athlete. You know, we can still have student athletes, and they can just define any student that accepts a payment is no longer a student athlete. They're now a semi-pro athlete and define a set term of eligibility once they take a payment. Uh, you know, that restricts their time that they can play in college as a semi-pro athlete, and there's no going back. You know, when they take money, they're now semi-pro. Their clock starts. They don't go back to a student athlete. I think they should even go as far as saying that once they take a payment, they're no longer eligible for student athlete benefits. They can't be on a scholarship. They can't get tuition uh, assistance. They can't get housing from the university. This seems like a really simple solution the universities and the NCAA could get together and solve. 
They're just not doing it. The NCAA can't get out of its own way, Dave. It, because if that were the case, if this was so simple, right, they'd have done a lot of this a long time ago. But they, did, they chose not to. They buried well, their head in the sand because they were making millions and millions of dollars. Right. They didn't want to give up the money. We all know that. Right. But, but you know, Congress stepped in, and, and actually I believe they did what was right. Not, not allowing them to make money uh, from the contributions they were providing to the universities and the money that the NCAA and the universities were bringing in, they deserved their fair share of the cut. But now that the ship has sailed and they've lost out on keeping the students the money, you can still manage the current situation and not just bury your head in the sand. And they just need the NCAA needs to step up and do it. Like I said, I hear you. Uh, the NCAA as an institution, Dave, I believe, will no longer be involved in the sport of football within three years. They're going to be completely out of it. I think the NCAA will exist to run the basketball tournament, you know, the baseball tournaments, those kinds of sports. Not to say that the athletes who are in those sports can't make money and, and regulate that some way too, yes. But I just think the NCAA has lost its teeth. And I think administrators know it, athletes know it, and now what their what its future is and what it's going to be able to actually do to your point Dave I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on them doing a lot Yeah it's, I think that's interesting and unfortunate cuz I think they're not seeing the opportunity they have to continue to make uh, the college the collegiate athletics very beneficial to those students that still want to remain student athletes and just create a different classification for any student, male or female, in any sport, that if they would like to collect some type of, type of revenue from their availability, that's fine. You're a new class of athlete that is a semi-pro, non-student athlete with a certain eligibility restriction once you become a semi-pro with college eligibility. And that would allow the NCAA to continue to have control. It, it creates a class for the universities to manage um, I don't know why they can't get this going, but you know I agree with what you're saying. I think they feel like they've they've lost the pot of gold, and now I don't even know if they want to be in it anymore. All right, Dave, thank you for your call. By the way, Campbell now leads Georgia Tech five nothing, and they've done it with the long ball. So we'll keep an eye on that. Twelve forty-five time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jamie Goldman. NCAA baseball regionals begin all across the country today, including here in Gainesville. The Gators are slated for the second game of the day and will be taking on Central Michigan tonight. Coverage for that one will be right here beginning at 625. In the meantime, the first matchup of the day will see Liberty facing off against Oklahoma. That game will be getting underway shortly. Gators softball is awaiting their second matchup in the Women's College World Series. They will be taking on Oklahoma State tomorrow after defeating Oregon State last night. Game 2 of the NHL Eastern Conference Finals is tonight as the Tampa Bay Lightning look to even the series against the New York Rangers. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jamie Goldman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you have a home to sell, you're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this seller's market. Fact is, home values are at historic highs. The challenge is, you're also probably concerned with the things you can't control. Low inventory, rising interest rates, and, well, just turn on the news. You get the picture. Hey, it's Steve Russell. That's why I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you answer your home selling questions. Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Scott has programs and solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees and thousands of buyers creating higher demand and multiple offers. Need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next home? Yes, Scott can help you sell stress-free and put you back in control. Your next step is to call Scott Caldwell at 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. It's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season, and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okito America. That's one of the reasons we came here, to make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs, and more. Okito America has classes for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by Okito America today at 6900 Southwest Archer Road or find out more at okitoamerica.com. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. Patriots, stand up and rock the red. Rock the Red is an all-day liberty-loving rally in Ocala featuring Eric Trump and premiering the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experience now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. Paid for by Rock the Red Florida. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway, and later this year, they'll be adding X-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. 
It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. ESPN's Laura Rutledge will join us at the top of the hour. In the meantime, let's take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Kind of a sad thing. Mackenzie Milton, really, really good college player before that awful knee injury, uh, has announced his retirement. Um, played for Florida State, um, but he didn't get drafted, and you, you understood why with his uh, injury situation, so uh, didn't do it. Uh, let's see here. Billy emails and says, Steve, do you think the SEC will scrap its uh, divisional format? Not this year. I don't think so. Some already have. Um, and it's interesting. I just think different conferences will do different things in terms of their alignments, what they do with their scheduling. The ACC has discussed a 3-5-5 model. Three permanent rivals, five rotating games per season. Um, The SEC has done something similar, but apparently they're talking a 1-7 model and a 3-6 model. The question becomes eight-game schedule or nine-game schedule. So what happens if you go 1-7? Then you keep only one opponent you play every year. That's got to be Georgia for Florida. 3-6 is the one I'm hearing is getting a lot of traction, but uh, we'll see. Bring in Ed to the show. Hi, Ed. Hey, Steve. Uh, uh, you can probably ask her next time, or when if uh, you haven't already. But uh, do you think she is a candidate to be the new Mick, even though she's never done play-by-play? She no. I think she would be a a great choice for me. But that's you know uh, only because she's an alum and and has just been exceptional in the field, but he's never done play-by-play as far as I know. Is that right? Right. That That's why that wouldn't happen. She's not ever done that. Okay. Uh, and to the NBA, which I don't think – the last time I probably talked about the NBA was, oh, maybe 10 years ago. Uh, but uh, I'm not an NBA fan, but I'm certainly an Al Horford fan, and, boy, did he do the Gators proud. I, I – uh, I don't remember him shooting a single three when he was here, did he? That's because we had three other guys that could do it. But uh, uh, I, mean, well, I forget, was it, was it six out of nine or something from the, th- from the NBA three-point line? I mean, that was, uh, that was great to watch. Well, you, you, what you have in the development of players, Ed, in my opinion, is, and, and we've even, we see this with Horford and several others, when they're in college, even, you can start – as a freshman, and you know your range is maybe 15 feet. Well, then that's what you have off seasons for, and then depending on how you want to expand and round out your game, 
Well, then you learn to shoot from further out. Some people can't do it, but you know others can, and Horford certainly shows that he can. That's how he's changed his game. He's become a guy now. I mean, you're not going to sit there and, sh- and hit six three-pointers every night. That's not going to happen. But obviously, because he's expanded his game and he's expanded his range, he's capable of it. Yeah, and that kind of leads me into Castleton because he actually did shoot threes in high school, uh, and his form is pretty good. So I'm thinking maybe that kind of a change can happen from him during the offseason. I know that's one reason he came back is maybe to, to add that to his game and make himself more draftable. And uh, kudos to Todd for convincing him to stay. Yeah, I mean, he shot a few threes and was not good, you know, percentage-wise in doing that. Um, and I, I get it. Do you want to make yourself draft-worthy uh, in, in terms of the offseason and doing what you're doing? Sure, there's nothing wrong with that because it's going to benefit the team, you hope. But one thing you don't want to have happen, and let's not use him, but player X, okay? And I've seen this on some teams. Player X is told that, hey, you've got to shoot more threes to be, to be in the NBA. Well, then you start jacking up threes in college, and you're not a particularly good three-point shooter, it hurts your team. You could, so you have to be really careful, you know, how that thing works. Yeah, because tongue-in-cheek, uh, coaches will tell you that uh, Steph Curry and the Warriors have ruined high school basketball because if everybody wants to shoot threes now. And the mid-range game has even gone out of high school basketball. It's pretty much all layups and threes uh, because everybody sees the NBA, and that's where they want to get to. So I don't. I know one guy that's he's like six five, maybe like two forty in high school, and is shooting threes. And of course, his coach wants him to be inside, but he doesn't want to play inside because that's not where the money is. So it's created an interesting dynamic even in high school basketball. All right, Ed. Thank you for your call. Sure thing. 3928255. By the way, Brandon Sprout getting the start for the Gators. You know, a lot of conversation about saving him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the backlash if he sat Sprout? And I'm not throwing this at Brandon Neely, but just say Neely started and they lost. And he didn't pitch well. You got to. Central Michigan is good enough to beat Florida. So you cannot sit Sproat. That's why he's starting tonight. And over his last five starts, he's 4-0 and with a 1-6-5 ERA. So he is, he's found it. He's become, in the absence of Hunter Barco, the, uh, the so-called Friday night guy. And, you know, we'll see what happens from here. By the way, uh, it's now down, I believe I'm right in this, to three sports uh, for the Gators. Baseball, softball, and track. And track is going to be at the NCAA Outdoor Championships starting on June 8th. Mouse, once again, has two really good teams. I think the women's team is a little higher ranked than the men, uh, but they're still both very good and both have chances uh, at the NCAA. AAs. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Bill's our final emailer of the hour. Let me get to it here. There he is. Um, 
He said, Steve, in, in the Virginia Tech Regional, you said yesterday Gonzaga can beat them. Uh, do you think they will? Yes, I do. I think Gonzaga can win that regional because they have pitching. And Virginia Tech at times has trouble scoring. And I believe I'm correct in this. Liberty played Virginia Tech and lost 2-1. to one. So Virginia Tech can be pitched to. Is my, I mean, anybody can, but I think they're more vulnerable. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in that regional. That's where Florida is matched up with if everything chalks. And that doesn't always work. As I mentioned about Campbell, they're leading Georgia Tech today 5 nothing early on. FSU still one nothing over UCLA. Hour 2 coming up. Laura Rutledge joins us top of the hour. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with a click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. <laughs> Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Life is all about choices. Veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on Gigablast download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabit per second requires Cox's 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabits per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. 
Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. At Lubsack, they know a lot about total comfort. And they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. Stealth tech system featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com, designed for life furniture. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into our two of Sports Scene for this Friday. Baseball regional is going on all over the place. Uh, Liberty and Oklahoma are about to uh, get things underway here in Gainesville. Florida's mashed up at the Virginia Tech Regional. And in Blacksburg, Columbia is facing Gonzaga, and they are just about to get underway, too. Wright State will play Virginia Tech tonight. And, of course, the Gators have Central Michigan. We'll have that game live for you at 625. My next guest needs no introduction, but I will give her one anyway. Laura Rutledge, of course, you see her on NFL Live and, of course, uh, talking college football as well. And she now joins us. Laura, in the middle of all this baseball stuff, We've got some football issues I want to talk to you about. First of all, welcome. Um, do you see thirteen million? We got thirteen million. You want to give out to, to Ryan Day to help him out? Oh my goodness! <laughs> what I mean, it is just the wild, wild west with all of this. We knew it was coming, right? I, mean, I feel like even we talked about this last year around SEC media days when a, a lot of the NIL and um, the way that this was all going to operate was unknown. And then yet here we are with uh, everything continuing to have developments, but not a whole lot of regulation, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you see happening now, Laura? What are, I mean, what's the next step in all of this? You know, I, I think the, the tough part, and I'm, I'm actually still in Destin, Florida, after oh, the okay. SEC meetings have been here, and so it's been interesting hearing from SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey and, and a lot of the presidents, athletic directors, just all the people that are potentially in decision-making roles, but yet they don't have a lot of power because this is really a Congress-level issue. Like Congress is going to have to come over the top here and try and make these regulations, whatever they may be, uniform and as of right now as we all know it's not going to be that because instead it's a situation where it's state regulated and it's why some states can do some things and other states can't and i mean it's just it's not going to change until congress steps in and makes a a blanket statement or a blanket ruling on what this has to be and and that's where i think it's all going to be in a bit of a flux. You almost have to say, and, and we've already seen certainly the Saban and Jimbo back and forth and 
all of that. But you almost have to say, okay, either I am going to follow rules that, you know, are sort of in place, or I'm going to kind of say, let me test this and see how far I can go. And and that's where, you know, you look at Texas A&M and and the way that they've approached recruiting, the way that they're going to continue to do it. They don't feel they've broken any rules, whereas Nick Saban and others may feel differently. And and, (laughs) and I think we're just going to continue to see that as this is not going to be regulated from what I can tell anytime soon. Laura, I see in my cloudy crystal ball collective bargaining unionization happening at the college level do you yeah i think probably so i think you're right and and listen you know the other part of all of this is that whatever happens from a collective bargaining standpoint or to your point some sort of unionization and and um anything that they could do to try to band together you are seeing the haves continue to rise and have not continue to fall and that gap continue to get larger and that's where i think some of these things that we felt like wow that doesn't even seem possible like a super conference or maybe uh, a, a level of college football that is closer to the pro level than it ever has been before and then uh, a secondary level that's almost like the JV side of football, for for lack of a better way to put it, the JV side of college football, where it's not like what it is at that higher level, and there is a, a distinct separation. That may be where we're headed to, and and I think in all of this, you say where does the NCAA fit in, and more and more, you kind of feel like they're getting squeezed out of things. Maybe that's how it should be. Uh, either way, I think <laughs> there's no way to look at it except for the fact that we are headed into a whole new realm of college athletics and we we thought we were already in it i think it's going to continue to change it's going to continue to grow and um there are a lot of conferences even like the acc for instance and maybe looking around and saying what are we even doing you know we we've got you're, you're looking at what the big Ten's becoming and these tv deals that are coming in just a couple of years that's going to make a huge difference in all of this as well. And uh, we're going to be looking at schools in the SEC with this ESPN Disney platform deal coming in just a couple of years uh, and, and the SEC rights being taken away from CBS. We're looking at the schools in the SEC getting so many millions of dollars uh, as a result of those TV deals that I think once again, you know, it creates an even larger separation even from that standpoint too. Laura, in Destin, uh, there were a a number of topics discussed, but one that intrigues me is the conference alignment in terms of, you know, will they ever not have divisions? What is it going to be a 3-6? That sort of thing. What are your thoughts along those lines? Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that we've consistently heard people say, and whether it's Commissioner Sankey or somebody else in that type of role is trying to figure out, you know, how do they work Texas and Oklahoma into the schedule and, and how does that how does that fit? You know, what what's necessary that we have to hold on to from a traditional rivalry standpoint? And I think as someone who I consider myself a, a bit of a college football purist, although I, I am excited in some ways about where this is all headed, I, I can't imagine a world where we don't see Florida, Georgia every year. You know, I mean it's just like those are the types of things that I believe decision makers will try to hold on to. But to your point about maybe divisional realignment or some changes there, I think that may end up happening. But I still think we're a ways away from that. I mean, so many people are throwing out different ideas. and You can kind of 
see the merits in a lot of them. <laughs> you know, that, that there's there's a ton of different options there. And I think Texas and Oklahoma will also have a say. So what's important to them? What, is, what do they need to see happen? Do they need to play each other? You know, all, all things like that that I believe will um, end up becoming, as we get closer and closer to their entrance to this league, it's going to continue to be at the forefront. Right now, I would be for trying to keep it how it is and still keep the West and the East, maybe changing them up a little bit, which would be interesting, right? Because yeah. where where do you see that change? I mean, do you try to just put uh, one in each conference, like put Oklahoma or in each division, put Oklahoma in one and Texas in the other? Maybe. Um, but but I would I would be interested to look at anything that would allow us to keep – the traditional rivalries in place. I just think that's really important to the fabric of this conference. Laura Rutledge, our guest uh, from NFL Live, of course, covers college football as well. I'm going to turn to the NFL now. Laura, with OTAs, you know, lots made about Lamar Jackson not being, you know, with Baltimore or, you know, Player X not being there. In, in the grand scheme of things, is that a big deal? No, not at all. Um, you know, the, the only one that I think raised my eyebrow a little bit as we've been covering so much of that is Kyler Murray not being at Cardinals OTAs. And, and, and the main reason being that, you know, he's somebody who obviously went very publicly with his agent and all of that, saying that he was disgruntled, saying that, you know, he felt he deserved more and, and all of the things that came out about him and what he said. And then there was certainly some rumors that were flying around that may not have been fair about his leadership and all of that. So if I'm him, I'm saying, hey, you know, it seems like things have been repaired here. Even if I'm not doing activity, I'm going to show up to OTAs. And and that that's just that one was sort of odd to me. With Lamar Jackson, I don't even think we would be talking about it that much, except for the fact that there's this odd situation with an, a potential new deal that's just hanging in the balance. And one of the weirdest ones because he doesn't have an agent so it's really on him to go to the Ravens and say all right I'm ready to talk I'm ready to negotiate and he has not done that yet and so the Ravens are in a bit of a limbo they're ready to go ahead and negotiate this deal and they're expecting him to come to them and say I'm t- I want 230 million dollars and not a penny less uh, they're hoping he doesn't say he wants a penny more right but that's <laughs> the Deshaun right. Watson deal and and that's what he deserves. That's what he should get. And so I think that one's going to be really fascinating to watch. Really haven't seen it before that a player of that caliber would represent himself. Um, and it's up to him to go to the Ravens and get those negotiations started. So I, I think that's why we've paid more attention to him not being at OTAs. Two more quick NFL questions. Uh, speaking of Watson, you know, now more lawsuits are out there and supposedly more are coming. Uh, when is the league going to decide what his punishment is? And then are the Browns holding on to Baker Mayfield because of the uncertainty of Watson? Yeah, it's so interesting. So I'll, I'll tackle the Watson element of this first. Uh, so just incredibly horrible to continue to hear about these allegations and continue to see people coming out and these women coming out. And um, I just I, I think the, the one thing I would say, Steve, and I, I appreciate you even asking this question is, you know, women and this many women don't lie about this. And so that's where I think we all need to look at it through that vein. And I know the NFL's conduct committee has continued to interview Deshaun Watson. They've spoken to 
many of the alleged victims, they will probably speak to new victims who are coming forward. And it's one of those issues where we have not seen this type of committee go back and forth and uh, speak with and meet with the player in question as much as they have with Deshaun Watson in any scenario recently. So it's very complicated because, as we know, the legal system did not choose to move forward with charges with him. And mm-hmm. so that's where they're in a, a, a bit of an odd place. But I expect that we'll see it carry on a little bit more as more accusers are coming out and they continue to talk to them and they continue to gather information. But I think we're looking at, you know, some sort of significant suspension and, and it should be. And then on the Baker Mayfield end, I don't think Baker Mayfield plays another snap for the Browns. And I, I think they're trying to figure out everything they can to offload that almost $19 million guaranteed they're dealing with with him. And, you know, they've got Jacoby Brissett as a backup there, which we are familiar with him, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Florida days. Uh, so I believe they're, they're thinking ride with Brissett as long as they have to. And then, you know, whenever Deshaun Watson would be eligible to play, let him play, bring him in. The, the Baker Mayfield thing's interesting because you would have thought that at the draft or maybe day two of the draft even, one of these quarterback needy teams would have said, all right, let's try to make a deal. Let's try to, let's try to get this guy. And I, I bet they did, but I bet the Browns were probably told, we'll take the guy, but you're left hanging with that $19 million. They're trying to find somebody who gets desperate during training camp, who, God forbid, you know, somebody gets injured somewhere, they need a quarterback. The Browns are banking on that. They're saying that's going to happen. Someone's going to be really desperate, and they're going to at least take some of the load of these millions that we owe Baker Mayfield, and um, they're going to wait it out for that. Now, I, it's going to be really interesting to follow because Baker Mayfield is not in an ideal situation right now. Last question, and this is, this is uh, into the Rutledge crystal ball, and this is going to change <laughs> – 25 times of the rookie quarterbacks Laura which one do you think has the best to be a starter right away if any yeah man it's so interesting because unlike last year where we were looking at just a bunch of megastars these guys are a bit unproven you know and um and that's that's true at the NFL level even somewhat at the college level I would say Kenny Pickett right now uh, but if if I'm being completely honest, I feel like Mitchell Trubisky might be a better, not only might be a better quarterback, but might be a better option for that offense and, and what they want to run. He's a little more of a, an athletic quarterback than Kenny Pickett is. And who knows? You know, that could actually be really interesting with Matt Canada coordinating that Pittsburgh Steelers offense. So I would say him right now. But, you know, listen, watch Matt Corral. Uh, you look at the Panthers situation and, I don't think Sam Darnold, is, as as uh, painful as it is to even bring up his name probably to you as a Jets fan, Steve, <laughs> I don't think yeah. Sam Darnold is really going to change a whole lot. I think, unfortunately, as talented as we thought he was, he's he's shown kind of who he is. And it's not that he can't go somewhere else or be a backup somewhere. I mean, he's still uh, one of the top, you know, I don't know, 35, 40 quarterback options. So he'll have a job. But I think Matt Corral is pretty spicy, and I think he's somebody that, people are probably underestimating. He got a little bit underestimated in the draft, even in a lot of ways, you look at where he went. So I, I would, I would throw Matt Corral in there as a potential option. I think he'd be really interesting in that Panthers offense and may end up getting that starting job sooner rather than later. Well, uh, it's June, which means training camps aren't too far away. So NFL live will 
all of it but before you know it, start cranking. I mean, not that it isn't now, but when things get going here, you, know, you can watch Laura, and uh, she does a great job as always. And I always appreciate you being here, Laura. Thank you for doing it. Of course. Thanks for having me. We'll you talk to you it. soon. Thank you, girl. Laura Rutledge, uh, who does great work both uh, covering college and pro football. 118, time check brought to you by Hayes Journal. We're going to open the phone lines for you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The Florida Gators baseball team faces off against Central Michigan tonight in the Gainesville Regional. Game one of the day between Liberty versus Oklahoma is just getting underway. Coverage of the Gators begins right here at 625. The Tampa Bay Lightning look to even the series against the New York Rangers in the NHL Eastern Conference Finals later tonight. The Rangers routed the Lightning in Game 1, winning 6-2. Lightning head coach John Cooper is still unsure whether center Braden Point will make a return. The Rays kick off a three-game series against the White Sox this evening. Randy Arozarena and Wander Franco lead the Rays with 48 hits each. The Rays are currently third in the AL East. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. If you have a home to sell, you're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this seller's market. Well, home values are, of course, at historic highs. The challenge is you're also probably concerned with the things you can't control, like low inventory, rising interest rates. You get the picture. I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you navigate through the real estate market, and also to answer your home selling questions. That's Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. He's got programs and solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees thousands of buyers, creating higher demand and multiple offers. If you need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next home, Scott can help you and help that process be as stress-free as possible and put you back in control of your situation. Your next step? Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit caldwellhasthebuyers.com. We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. June is the month to make your pet green. Plastic isn't just harmful to the environment, but it can be harmful to your pets too. Don't buy dog and cat toys made out of plastic. Instead, look for toys made with natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. Even better, make toys out of old t-shirts, socks, or towels. Your dog or cat will love your upcycled toy just as much. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? The best offer ever is back at International Diamond Center. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything. That $3,000 eternity band is just $50 a month. Buy now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Don't miss this limited time offer. Get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. We'll even finance the sales tax. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable at International Diamond Center. Heard about higher interest rates? Not to worry at International Diamond Center. 
year. Right now, with any purchase, you can pay zero interest for five whole years. Engagement rings, wedding bands, designer fashion jewelry, pendants, earrings. Buy now and spread your payments out over five whole years with zero interest. How about a $10,000 designer ring for just $167 a month? Don't miss this amazing buying opportunity. Now for a limited time at International Diamond Center. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352 400 4550 and get your life back. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd, the taste of peanuts and cracker jacks. Is anything better than baseball? Steve Russell here. Join Jeff Cardozo and me every Wednesday at 11 for On Deck, a one hour show where we'll break down all things baseball. Curious about the MLB season? What's Sully working on with the Gators? We'll dissect all of that and more every Wednesday at 11 a.m. during On Deck. It's sure to be a hit, and it's here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. The Gators, the Chips, the Gainesville Baseball Regional. Coverage begins tonight at 625, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. All right, we got some updates on some of the baseball regionals and some surprises. Florida State leads UCLA, but UCLA just hit a homer off of Parker Messick. And in this game, former Gator Jordan Carrion, a two-run triple. So now Florida State over UCLA, 3-1. to one. That's the Auburn Regional. They're in the fifth inning. Liberty and Oklahoma here at the Gainesville Regional. Pesky Liberty is pesky again. They score three 
in the top half of the first. So Liberty up 3-0 over the Sooners as they go to the bottom half of the first. Campbell leads Georgia Tech 5-1 in their regional. And Columbia leads Gonzaga 1-0 in the Virginia Tech regional. Some other games will be starting at 2 o'clock. Those are the games that are underway now. So uh, pretty interesting stuff. We'll keep you updated. All right, let's get some calls. Let's talk some sports the last half hour today. Hope you enjoyed Laura Rutledge. She is so good. She is just informed and, you know, she really does well. 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, all right. Joseph says, uh, what was wrong with Lexi Delbury last night? Well, I mean, some you know, look, good pitchers sometimes have a bad night. She didn't pitch well. And give credit to Lugo, who came in and did the job. It, it might be reversed sometimes. Um, so, and how about Avery Gels? Six RBI in her last two games, only had 12 during the regular season. That's what is great about postseason, that you just don't know who's going to step up and get hot. Arkansas playing Grand Canyon today. Arkansas in the bottom of the first, leading one nothing there. That just got underway. That's the Stillwater Regional uh, in Oklahoma, in, uh, Oklahoma State. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Jake, get right to you, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate, and remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. There's never been a better time to get a pair of gorgeous diamond stud earrings than right now at International Diamond Center. Listen to this. Now for a limited time, you can get an extra 20% off all diamond stud earrings and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Let's say that again. You can get a pair of perfectly matched diamond stud earrings, take an extra 20% off IDC's already low price, and spread your payments out over five years without paying a dime in interest. IDC's selection of diamond studs has never been better. Hundreds and hundreds of two and four carat pairs of studs in stock now. Come and upgrade from one carat to two carats, or from two carats to four carats. With an offer like this, it's easy to splurge. Imagine a $6,000 pair of diamond studs. Take 20% off the top, then spread the rest over five years. That comes to just $80 a month. A $10,000 pair of diamond studs after the markdown gets you to $135 a month. Don't miss the biggest sale ever on diamond stud earrings. Now through June 30th only and only at International Diamond Center. Unapproved credit. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. 
the biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway, and later this year, they'll be adding X-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies again today to wrap up the work week. Hot high temperatures in the low 90s, heat indices in the mid 90s. Now tonight, increasing cloudiness. Low temperatures very mild, only dropping to about 70. And then tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. High temperatures cooler than they've been. We should only get into the mid 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I went to my daughter's graduation yesterday. Sixth grade graduation. Is that because she's going into, like, uh, junior high school now? Or why is she's going into junior high, which is interesting, Jay. Their middle school is on the same campus as high school. school. See, that's scary to me, though. No, no. See, I ain't having that, though. I ain't even worried about all that. Hi-ya! She already know. I done told her. Taekwondo, ha! Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Let us venture to the phone lines. That's where Jake is. Hi, Jake. Hey, hi, Steve. Well, that was pretty impressive what Lugo, Lugo did last night. Come in, bases loaded against you, no outs, and then one hit him, shut him out for six innings. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen a pitch that good. That was pretty impressive. 
Well, you know, sometimes you got to step up uh, in, in big-time places. She's a veteran, you know, been through a lot. And so that didn't really surprise me. Um, you know, Delbury just didn't have it. And this is what Tim's done all year long. They don't have that one dominant arm in the circle. He's mixed and matched, and it's worked for the most part. Well, hopefully we continue on. Uh, what time is the Gator game? 6.30. That's what I thought. Is it on TV or just radio with you guys? It's on ESPN Plus, uh, but that's uh-huh. unless you have a subscription. I think it has to do with a subscription. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so. That's not for regular cable people. Listen to. Did you know, is he going to start Sprout? Yes. Or is he going to toss? Yes, Sprout. Okay, well, that's good. All right. Well, thanks a lot. We'll listen. Are you and the Chef uh-huh. in the game? Yep. All right, well, we'll listen in on you. Thanks okay, a lot. appreciate that, Jake. Thank you. Tony, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? Uh, good, man. Steve, uh, I was there in the beginning of the season to watch this Liberty team. Mm-hmm. I was at that weekend series, and they were pesky then, like you describe them, and they're still pesky today, man. Uh, not only did they score three runs in the top of the first, but they scored them with two outs, and everybody had two strikes on them when they got the hits to score all of these runs. So they're going to be a tough out, Steve. And not only that, but but they're not throwing their ace. As far as their ace that threw on Friday against us, that big guy with the floppy hair and stuff, <laughs> he's yeah. not starting today. Uh, so... I think they're holding them for for the Saturday game. So, yeah, uh, you know, they, I don't know that they really have an ace. I see what you're saying, um, but you're right. They, you know, Coach Jackson's done a really good job there, and they're not intimidated by playing here or anywhere else. Uh, and I don't think Central Michigan will be either because they've been in a couple of regionals. They've been to Starkville, Notre Dame. They've they've been through this too. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough a tough regional, man. Um, the softball, great victory. You know, Steve, and you've been doing this a long time, man, following sports and stuff. Being good is awesome, being great, being better than everybody else. But sometimes you need a little bit of luck. And uh, the Gator softball team has had a little luck on their side going into these uh, playoffs. Uh, they got a good draw for that regional. Uh, I still feel that they had a great draw for that super regional. Um, and now – yesterday that star player for whatever reason didn't play and not only was she their starting pitcher but she was like the number three hitter like she's one of the best two-way players in the nation so uh you know sometimes things break your way and uh and i'll tell you what if if charlotte Eccles could find that power stroke again which for some reason uh she's had her worst power numbers that she's had in her career if she could find that power stroke with a homer and a triple from yesterday uh that'll set them up pretty nice but um so they're looking good. They're looking good, Steve. Yeah, I mean, um, Oklahoma State will be difficult. Uh, for sure. Because done a good job there. And I did not realize this until somebody told me this. Florida had lost four straight games at the College World Series before last night. I didn't realize that. Oh, well, I didn't know that either. Yeah, they were swept by Oklahoma State and Alabama in 19. And I think the year before, they, they won their first one and then lost the next two. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that somebody told me that today. I still find it crazy that they're the only SEC team there, man. So they got the SEC network all to themselves. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, like, that is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's the network. See, real quick, with NIL, the one thing I think that needs to be addressed until 
legislation or collective bargaining takes place for the immediate future, you've got to find some way to prevent the poaching. I think the poaching is what gets people very upset and what's going to make people kind of get, you know, a stinky smell to the game. It's the poaching. People hate the poaching. What happened with that Addison kid from Pittsburgh? That was awful, you know, and if you could find a way to limit that poaching from teams until something else gets in place, like what you're talking about, some type of legislation, I think that's a step forward anyways. That's how I see that. Well, that's easier said than done. For sure. Because, I, I mean, mean how I do you – I'm not even sure you can regulate that. Yeah. I mean, especially with no rules in place, that's the why this way, is such an open thing. Yeah. The only way that I could see it is some type of just having certain windows, like free agency windows, having that with regards to the transfer portal, having certain transfer portal windows, uh, and at least maybe that could limit it somewhat as far as the tampering goes. But you got to try something because that's what's going to really be very detrimental. All right. Tony, thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you. your call. Yep. Uh, try to get you caught up on some of the regional scores. Chris, I'm going to get to you in a second. Arkansas. Uh, one nothing over Grand Canyon. Uh, Columbia still one nothing over Gonzaga. Florida State is now three two over UCLA. Liberty leads Oklahoma three nothing in the regional here. That now is in the second inning. Uh, East Carolina, really good team, leads Coppin State three nothing. I think that game is in the second inning. Uh, so I get you caught up on some of the game. Oh, and uh, Campbell. Leads Georgia Tech five to two. Chris, hello. Steve O. Um, I've got two things for you, real quick. Uh, the first is I want to have a little bit of a get off my lawn moment, if you'll indulge me. Uh, I, have you noticed that ESPN's website has become almost exclusively inside only? Everything is behind the paywall. I counted 30 headline articles, and 22 of them were for paid subscribers. And, and I just. I find that odd that, like, you can go so many places for sports information now, like, making people pay for it just seems kind of ridiculous. I just go to Bleacher Report. I go to several other sites to get news or fan sites or team sites. I, I just – I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's irritating. Well, here's – I mean, it's a bad analogy, but I'll give you one. Um, you can get a steak at a certain restaurant for – x dollars and you can go to a you know ruth chris or somebody like that and get a steak for forty dollars well people still pay the forty dollars because they think the, the the product is good enough i think that's what espn is banking on but we'll see okay um and then the second thing is um looking ahead to football season um i'm in a i'm in a position my job affords me the chance to talk to the players sometimes mm -hmm. and um I've heard a lot of really good things, uh, including the organization, the energy, the youth of the staff. That yep. Each player pretty much said that. And then uh, the two transfers, I found this interesting. Jack Miller said that he thought that this staff was on par with what they've built at Ohio State, but it may take them a couple years infrastructure-wise. And DeMarcus Bowman said that he liked this staff more than Clemson's staff. So in comparisons to some programs that are ahead of Florida, I thought that was really good news. Um 
But I did hear on the negative side that the playbooks on both sides of the ball are super complicated and really big. You, it, I would have thought that Mullen's playbooks would have been bigger, but uh, I just hope that we're patient um, as Gator fans. I know we aren't normally. Uh, I I do think Gator fans are spot on when they call it like they see it, uh, most of us. I think most of us saw what was going to happen with McIlwain and Mullen and Muschamp. Um, so I'd like it to be flip-flop next year. I'd like the media to be a little more critical and open, and I'd like the fans to be a little less critical. That's what I'm hoping to see next year because I think it's going to take a while uh, to get this where they're going. I think we're going to have some losses and some adjustment periods. Uh, I just saw 24-7 sports. I just glanced at this. They had Florida going to the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Steve, real quick, uh, I just what do you think um, the big fear I have with uh, Napier maybe starting slow with Utah and, you know, a couple of the early season games are uh-huh. really hard. Yep. If, if we have some early losses, my fear is that, um, where's like Brian Kelly at LSU and some other coaches that, that moved around the country have a bigger name and have an easier inroad for recruiting that Napier kind of has to prove himself at Florida to close some of these deals. And if we have some losses, do you think that's going to hurt us in being able to catch up in recruiting and lose the team potentially and being believers, guys that are already here? And I'll hang up and look. Okay, thank you. P- players know what's going on okay players get it forget the media forget fans players know who can play and who can't players are there all the time do i think if florida goes six and six seven and five that it's going to hurt recruiting it could because somebody's going to say what do you want to go there and be part of a rebuilding process you can come here we're winning that's what a recruiting pitch is. But that's what these coaches get paid for. On the other hand, you say, look, we improved from what it was under the previous regime to this. If you come here, we're going we're gonna to be right there. So, I mean, it's all in the pitch, and that's what coaches get paid for and how they recruit. I'll get David real quickly. By the way, Florida State scored a run 4-2 over UCLA now. David, hello. Good afternoon, Steve. Hey, um, your last caller mentioned the complexity of the playbook. I don't know if you remember this guy. I'm sure you do. Um, I think his name was Hermadinger. He once said he was offensive coordinator at Florida and said, we either need smarter players or dumber coaches because they were going to have a hard time catching on to the playbook. But uh, the softball game last night, Steve, I think I don't know that it would have mattered in the long run. But that base running error, when they had the bases loaded, why would that girl take off? If it's a base hit, she's going to score easily. She should have waited and tagged up. I just, that was a huge blunder on her part. You can't make mistakes uh, in games like that because they get magnified. Obviously, if it's a regular season game, eh. But when you're in the College World Series, those kinds of things get magnified. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but regardless of that, the pitcher coming in with the bases loaded, I don't care if it's Little League. That's, that's a tough situation to come in and keep the other team from scoring. So kudos to all our ladies. They did a great job. Yep. Have a great day, Steve. Okay, David, thank you. Yeah, I mean, again, you that's uh, 
six out of the seven games in the tournament, 10 or more hits, and this is a team that struggled to score at times. Sometimes it's when you, it's, it, when you peak, it, it's when you catch a team. And now teams are catching a, a Florida team that has played well of late. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up. I'll update you one more time on some of the regionals going on in baseball, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The Florida Gators baseball team faces off against Central Michigan tonight in the Gainesville Regional. Game one of the day between Liberty and Oklahoma is underway in the top of the first. Coverage of the Gators begins right here at 625. The Tampa Bay Lightning look to even the series against the New York Rangers in the NHL Eastern Conference Finals later this evening. The Rangers routed the Lightning in Game 1, winning 6-2. Lightning head coach John Cooper is still unsure whether center Braden Point will make a return. The Rays kick off a three-game series against the Chicago White Sox this evening. Randy Rosarena and Wander Franco lead the Rays with 48 hits each. The Rays are currently third in the AL East. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things. Hike and bike and swim and run. But you can't do that if you have joint pain. Because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. But I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here Get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's it's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Patriots, if you love this country, then be at Rock the Red. Rock the Red. It's a rockin' all-day rally with Eric Trump on stage in Ocala and on the big screen, the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rock the Red Florida. 
rockthereddorada.com. Paid for by Rock the Red Florida. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Every day, thousands of children require the kind of care that only children's hospitals can provide. Members of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals treat more than 10 million children each year. Your local member hospital ensures that every child receives the best possible care. Kids can't wait. Help fulfill their most urgent needs by visiting cmnhospitals.org. Donate and show your support for your local member hospital by visiting cmnhospitals.org. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Steven says, I sometimes hear about illegal pitches in softball, something about lifting your foot off the ground. Can you explain what that's about? Uh, it is very difficult to verbally explain. Okay? Um, but I guess the best way to put it to you is if the pitcher steps, if you break contact with the rubber, it's called a crow hop. And that's what some pitchers were doing. And that's that rule, I believe, was changed, um, I want to say, the last couple of years. Um, so you can't – there's several illegal pitches that can be thrown. But most of the time, Stephen, it's because of the um, – crow hop or not being on the rubber, those kinds of things. I hope that helps. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, the Virginia Tech uh, relief pitcher was um, – it's the back foot. It, the back foot has to drag. It can't come off the ground. And she kept doing it, and they only called it once or twice. Um, but uh, – I wanted to. I haven't been able to listen. Is can I bring up the Virginia Tech series? I mean, I know it's kind of late, but I wanted to run something by you. Um, the uh, they were twenty-one and two in the ACC, and, and I think they were ranked third. Um, they were six and five against the SEC. And when I I watched the last two games, I watched them play. I thought this is a mid. This looks like a mid-range SEC team. It's certainly not the best team in the conference. Is that fair? Or no, or it's not fair. Played- it's not fair because you're completely you're completely discounting the first game when they shut Florida out. That happened. You can't act yeah, like that didn't happen, right. John. Right? 
And even in big league baseball, Um, the Los Angeles Dodgers are really good. And if they win 100 games, they still lose 62. And so sometimes you just, you run into a series or you don't play well, you know, but I get it. I get, I get the point because the, the uh, most germane thing you said of all those things is what their record was against the SEC. Yeah, six and five. Right. And I also I also went through their schedule. They canceled eight midweek games during their season. Now, midweek games is kind of when you get your third pitcher. Your you know you kind of build up your stamina. You and, and didn't it feel like that's kind of their problem? They look like they were running out of steam. They're. I mean, I think that didn't help them. I can't answer that because I'm not in their locker room or, you know, I, I don't coach that team. I, I it, it didn't hurt them in the first game. So, I mean, sometimes you just go out there. Look at last night, okay? Who would have thought Lexi Delbury would pitch the way she did? But Florida got a great relief performance, and they won the game. Well, had Virginia mm-hmm. Tech done that, we wouldn't be talking about that today. So, yeah, it's just, John, to me, it's how you perform on a certain day. Yeah, no, no, I um, I agree with that. And um, if you can find a thirty dollars steak at Ruth Chris, well, you know it's it. Yeah, got to be, it's yeah. got to be the ground round or something like that. <laughs> so, anyway, All right, thanks, John. Uh, I think you get the point. But yes, he's right. Uh, Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I don't I don't know which uh, locations do it, but in, in Vegas, there's a Ruth's Chris, and we used to always try and go to, for lunch, because they, they had lunch, and um, you could get a $30 steak, and it was damn good, but uh, only, you know, lunch hours. Um, anyway, uh, what uh, I was kind of curious, I was kind of um, wondering why we started Delbury and not either Hightower or, or Lugo to start with. Uh, you know, I'm not going to, you know, second guess Tim Walton or, or, or uh, Sully, because, you know, they don't know what they're doing, but I thought it was odd, and, uh, you know, you, I I think part of it was not wanting to, as a freshman, not wanting to bust her spirit because she she had a poor outing the time before. But I, it just it seemed to me like uh, I want to not not put that pressure on her. But you know, all things you know, all's well that ends well. But what was your take on what was your take on that? Just, uh, uh, what do you mean by pressure? Well, uh, pressure might have been the wrong word. I, I, I you don't want to you don't want to break her spirit by by almost like you're hesitant to put her out there after her rough showing last time. But um, I just think if if you because if you lose the first game out there, it's just it, it's it's awfully uh, daunting task to come back. So I don't know. I I just kind of questioned it at the time, and um, as as they scored a run and then loaded the bases with no outs and finally took her out, I was um, I was improving my book. I was using my vocabulary, but uh, you know, like again, all's well that ends well. Let me um, let me give you a reason yeah. why I would have done what he did. Okay, okay. you you can't. I mean, sometimes you can, a pitcher can go in a slump like a hitter can go in a slump. But if you have been pretty good during the year and you have one bad outing, well, you mm-hmm. can't. So, and, and here's the other thing. Oregon State, in my opinion, is not as good as Oklahoma State is. And so right. Lexi Delbury has the second most starts of anybody on the team, only behind Elizabeth Hightower. So it makes sense to start her and then start Hightower, I would think, against Oklahoma State. Well, it didn't work out that way, so 
Here comes Natalie Lugo, who does a great job in relief, and that's what you have a pitching staff for. Fair enough. And that, that's, that's a good – that was sort of the question I was asking was whether, without saying it, he was uh, had that in mind, thinking that we can probably beat Oregon State uh, and, and, and not use Hightower. But, um, you know, with the day off, if we win – uh, if we were winning yesterday, we have today off. I, I don't know. I was just kind of hesitant, but again, all's well that ends well. That and I don't um, know that. I, I didn't hear Tim's post game, but you know that would make sense to me. But look at a baseball regional, okay? Brandon Sproul's going to pitch tonight. Sully's not going to start, mm-hmm. you know, Neely or somebody else because you know you, you got. I think the first game is the most important game you win in the regional, and so mm-hmm. you can't, in my opinion. Hold somebody back unless you're playing, you know, Bethune or uh, no disrespect. You know what I mean? A team like that that you think you can really beat with your second person. But I, you can't, in my, again, in my estimation, you can't afford to do that against Central Michigan. Okay. And for that last comment for all the people who complained about always having the same faces in our regional, we don't have it this time. And let's, uh, let's, let's hope we, uh, we can find out if it not has it. Well, we got what we asked for. All right. Good years. Yep. Thanks for the call. Florida State 4-2 over UCLA, but the Bruins had the bases loaded uh, in the sixth inning and are threatening. That's at the Auburn Regional. Uh, don't forget, we will have tonight's game here live for you at 6:25. Jeff and I will bring that to you. I want to thank Michael for producing today and all of you for uh, calling up and participating. It's always a lot better when you do that. Makes two hours go by a whole lot faster. Uh, last look, Liberty still ahead of Oklahoma, 3-0 in the first game of the regional here. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy your weekend, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.